As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Obscurity Now, the show that takes a look at rare and forgotten pieces of media, and then we decide whether it should be remembered for all of time or tossed into the black pit of obscurity, never to be heard from again. My name is Steve, and with me is a guy whose mouth is as hard to close as the John Bonet Ramsey case. <laughs> Uh, that would be me, Yahel, and uh, yes, uh, a lot of John Benet Ramsey. Well, I think like two, like John Benet Ramsey jokes, <laughs> and that's why it's so but, funny. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 well, no, no, no. Actually, they go back to it like again. Yeah, three uh, times, a couple three of times, times yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. And what he's talking about is the movie that we are reviewing today, and that is uh, Thanks Killing. But before we get into Thanks Killing, I want to know, Yahel Velasquez, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was good. Nobody died uh, this time, so that's very pleasant. Uh, no turkeys nobody's took revenge died at, on anyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. I, I mean, no one's died at any Thanksgiving either previously. So, but mm-hmm. this is just another murder-free Thanksgiving that I had. But uh, no, I, I really didn't do much because uh, my family was out of town and mm-hmm. I couldn't go out of town. They did that uh, on purpose, right? So you, so you uh, wouldn't have to it, see you. I was not upset. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just uh, chilled out uh, at home during the day and then went out drinking at night. So uh, basically, it was a regular day for you is what you're saying. <laughs> so basically, it was like a regular day. Okay. How, about you? Uh, how was yours? And mine was a little more uh, traditional, if you will. Um, I took uh, my wife and kid and we went to my wife's aunt's place where we got a fine mix of traditional thanksgiving food and uh asian cuisine um oh very yeah, nice and that's uh that's how you roll when you uh, marry outside your race it's great actually <laughs> <laughs> i mean we we got turkey with uh, walnut shrimp and um and some other uh, asian delicacies it was awesome uh but uh yeah and um and now here we are to close out the Thanksgiving month uh, to talk about Thanksgiving. If you're still looking for some more Thanksgiving content, uh, please see our previous episode on uh, the Marvel Comics yeah. Alf comic book where he has uh, he's forced to have Thanksgiving at home uh, with Willie. Uh, I hope you got all those references in that uh, yeah, sentence. If- if uh, you just can't get enough Thanksgiving related media, <laughs> well, there really <laughs> isn't that. You covered. Yeah, well, there really isn't that much. So I feel like we're we're blazing a trail here yeah. um, in some Which, ways. Funny enough, that's that's basically I was reading up on you know kind of the, the background of Thanks Killing, and basically part of the reason why they made it like a Thanksgiving horror movie was because there's a lack of Thanksgiving horror stuff, and really in general. So it's true. <laughs> It's. I mean, the only other thing I can think of that really stands out in my um, in my mind is, in at least in terms of horror, 
is uh, that fake trailer by Eli Roth that they played uh, on the Grindhouse movie, you know, in between. Um, uh, I've never seen that. Oh, film. no. Oh, it's I can't even remember what it's called. But basically, it's, it's a guy in a pilgrim suit and he's going around murdering teenagers. And uh, yeah, it's a fake trailer that never was. I don't think it was ever supposed to be made. They kept teasing that it might get made, but it never did. Um, but gotcha. But yeah, well, without uh, further ado, are you ready to talk about Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, let's let's get into it. All right. Welcome to your feature presentation. All right. Here we are at the Obscuratron where we have uh, various pictures of stuff from involving thanks killing there's three of these movies and apparently there's a musical did you know about the musical yeah oh well i learned about it today (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well we haven't even finished recording this yet Uh, did you somehow go to the future to learn that or (laughs) no i mean uh the internet gave me information oh right I, i hear it does that sometimes yes um so what is your history like when did you first see a thanks killing I want to say I saw it in 2009 or 2010 mm-hmm. and uh, on Netflix. I, mm-hmm. I, like, I think I found it, right? And then I told you about it. Yes. Yeah, um, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. The uh, person I was dating at the time, she was really into horror movies, as am I. Uh, and like, and alpha movies too. And we were like, oh, this looks like it'll be like terrible. So right. we uh, gave it a shot. Yeah. Well... I had never actually seen it all the way through until until I watched it. I think I actually watched it Thanksgiving night, if I'm not mistaken. I think yeah. I've uh, started it. Hope with hope with your family, <laughs> uh, your multicultural family. No, they were they were long since asleep. Because uh, <laughs> I remember one time I was looking around, I think on Tubi or something, and I was like, "Oh, Thanksgiving is here!" And we basically watched the opener, me and my wife, and uh, she was like, "Uh, no, no, thank you." <laughs> well, literally, the first shot in the movie is like a boob, a boob, like, yeah, of they- a boob. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw on one of the um, the DVD covers or posters that they actually that they touted as boobs in the first six seconds, uh, which yeah, is pretty yeah. hilarious. Uh, but uh, let's jump in the IMDb here. So the premiere date of Thanksgiving is uh, December 6, 2008 at the Sacramento Horror Film Festival. And here's a very short synopsis. I mean, I really don't think there's much more to say other than this. A homicidal turkey axes off college kids during Thanksgiving break. And that's all I could find. No one even bothered to, like, write any other, uh, um, you know, stories or synopses on the IMDb. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some good reviews uh, on the old IMDb, though. Oh. Uh, you know, a lot of them, too, like 60-something reviews. Yeah, uh, we should definitely uh, highlight some of those in a second here. This is uh, directed by and written uh, by uh, Jordan Downey. And uh, some of the other stuff he's worked on is uh, something called Headhunter, Thanks Killing 3, and I guess another film called Red Weather. Uh, I don't know if you checked out his IMDb, but it doesn't look like he ever really made anything past Thanks Killing, uh, which is a shame. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, you could say that for a lot of the, uh, 
cast as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, we'll get more into that later. Uh, the um, uh, the other writer here, and he's also the cinematographer, is um, Kevin Stewart, known for Thanks Killing Three, The Headhunter, and something called Hack Job. So basically, it seems like uh, the old uh, Stewart Downey, um, you know, production house. They basically worked on a bunch of stuff together. Um, and then um, also credited here with additional dialogue is uh, Bradley Schultz and uh, Anthony Wilson. And this was produced by uh, Jordan Downey and Kevin Stewart. And the production company's name is In Broad Daylight uh, Films, um, which I don't think they made anything else outside of uh, Thanksgiving, at least according to the IMDb. Uh, did you want to nail out the cast here, you hell? Sure. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go over everybody because there's not... uh, There's no need to. (laughs) Right. Uh, So I'll go over like a few of the major characters. Uh, First, we have Johnny, who um, he... I think he gets the most lines Mm -hmm. throughout the movie. And I love that his real name is Lance Predmore because that sounds like a Johnny type, you know, captain of the football kind of name. Honestly, they should have just used that yes. as his name. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like the uh, – he's not the captain of the football team. What is he? He's the uh, the backup quarterback. Right, right. Something uh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember why the other guy was uh, – why he wasn't the, the actual quarterback. But, uh, yeah, he, uh, besides this, has only one other credit. Mm. Uh, also the same year. It was like uh, called Horrorville something. I don't remember. But mm. it was like some other horror film. Uh, the film, as uh, we mentioned, opens up with just uh, a breast mm-hmm. in your face, a bare breast. That breast, th- those breasts <laughs> belong to one Wanda Lust. And if you were watching, uh, looking up internet porn between 2004 and 2010, you may have seen her. She was an adult <laughs> film actress. And those were the six years where she was primarily active. Mm. Um, a little bit of research while you were yapping. And <laughs> <laughs> Good work. Good work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, outside of that, Billy, who's like your, and by the way, Lance, just as Johnny, he plays like you know your kind of somewhat typical, yeah, like jock character. Except, like he's not like it, it's weird because like usually in these kind of movies, the jock guy is like a jerk to everybody. But honestly, he's pretty cool and nice to everybody, including the nerd that like joins up with them. And right, you know. they did a good job. Like it's like each one of them represents sort of a different. A subsection, I guess, of like college. a stereotype yeah, of these movies. Yeah, yeah, but then they're all friends at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, and it's surprisingly believable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Man. and honestly, really refreshing to not yeah. have to like go through like the usual. They do. I mean, don't get me wrong; they definitely do stuff with tropes. Like, um, he's he's like carrying around a football when you first see him, which like in film and TV, if there's a football player or a basketball player, you will always see them holding like whatever ball belongs to their sport sure sure and that's also um i think that's a good segue into our next trope uh which uh, i'm sorry to stamp on your lines here uh natasha cordova is ally and she's pretty so she must be stupid yep yep (laughs) um she was probably the worst actress Mm -hmm. uh, actor in this movie uh, which is ironic because she has the most (laughs) fucking credits by far well, out of everybody she's else. she's also the, probably the best looking, so that's probably yeah. why. <laughs> she was in, um, I guess it's like a Spanish TV miniseries called La Viuda de Rafael. <laughs> uh, awesome. Which means like the widow of Rafael's widow. 
Uh, mm-hmm. She was in that for like 12 episodes, uh, which that doesn't feel like a miniseries. That feels like a right. <laughs> like like a season. Yeah, real weird. Mm-hmm. She was in something called Legend of Cayman mm-hmm. uh, in 2011. As she, and the reason why I mentioned this is because her character's name is... I don't even know how you pronounce it. I'm going to spell it for you. J-E-I-G-H. Like just before like your cat vomits that you hear. Isn't that Klingon? Yeah, she, Can you translate for me? <laughs> yeah, actually, that, that could sound like a Klingon word. But anyways, yeah, she was in a couple of in another like TV, a couple other TV series and a few other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was in one thing called <laughs> Underwater Experts as herself. <laughs> wow. So I don't know what that's about, yeah, but uh, maybe we should ask Wanda Lust. Maybe she knows. Yeah, I. I well, l- let me let me read to you the description because I'm not going to even go over anybody else in the cast. Okay. Uh, the elite underwater experts are searching for a new member to fill the missing link on their team. The experts are queens and magicians of underwater photography, from lighting to construction of sets. They do it all, and they do it underwater <laughs> <laughs> great promo three, you make me want to watch yes. it <laughs> I, I this must be like a reality show because like it says that like three girls have been flown in to be put into a series of tests in the hopes that the next underwater expert will rise to the surface <laughs> <laughs> anyways wow. i'll be checking that out uh sure it's, it's it says that this show has been going on since 2012. Like, it's still active, apparently. Wow, Matt. That sounds like a possible future episode. I, I definitely want to delve back into the world of reality TV after our Brett Michaels episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, outside of that, like, nobody in the cast did anything really of note. Um, but w- what did you think about the acting overall? Um, I think everyone really tried their best. Um, and they... Uh, I mean, everyone is supposed to be over the top. This is one of those movies where, you know, it's kind of made to be bad on purpose. But it really does a good job of sort of walking the line where, you know, a lot of those other movies, they'll maybe break the fourth wall too much or uh, or make it just everybody completely unlikable to the point where you know usually those movies are just i just want to turn them off halfway through but this one they at least script and plot wise they actually you know have the decent beats of a real movie and they just sort of weave the jokes and the tropes and the stereotypes around it and that's why i think uh this movie pretty much works i guess spoiler spoiler alert somewhat but um, that's what kept me from turning it off at least. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like very self-referential mm-hmm. and self-deprecating. Yes. Um, but you know, it just does it with like just a slight wink and a nod at the audience. It doesn't like beat you over the head with, we're making a terrible movie on purpose. Right. Right. Yeah. They um, pull back just enough. I, I, th- I think the thing is like, you know, with the movies that you're talking about, like, uh, stuff like Sharknado where they're trying really right. hard to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, they try so hard and it comes off very obvious. This like kind of still has like a sense of fun and just like, kind of like innocence to it in a weird right. way. Although I don't know if that's the right word to use since the, literally the first line in the movie is nice tits bitch <laughs> from a, from a, from a murderous Turkey. <laughs> no, the, I think you're actually right. Innocence is the right word because unlike sharknado 
Uh, these guys obviously had like no budget and they're doing the $3,500 was the budget and they're doing the best they can with what they've got. Whereas Sharknado, I mean, I'm sure has, uh, maybe not infinite funds, but quite a bit more. And then, you know, still they're just, you know, it's Sharknado. Um, and yeah, and that's, and you can see the shortcomings, uh, definitely in the, um, sort of the technical aspects like what camera do you think this was shot on i i don't know man it, it was a little all over the place like the the quality from scene to scene would be like noticeably different but i will say i found it less jarring than that dean kane movie that we oh uh, just andy saw. the talking head i was gonna say there's a lot of um parallels between andy the talking hedgehog and thanks killing uh, and then the way that, you know, we essentially have two talking animals uh, going on okay. here. And they are <laughs> yeah. both voiced by the director of the film. Oh, okay. Did you, wow. did you notice yeah. that Jordan Downey voices Turkey? No, no, no. I, oh, I he does. That. So that was him yeah, saying, he does an awesome job. nice tits, bitch. And uh, yeah, and also we've got, um, what were some other pair? Yeah, just a complete lack of cinematography and lighting <laughs> yeah and that's yeah, uh but i will say the audio is decent all throughout sure i mean the, 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 there was one scene inside like one of the houses where it was like kind of echoey mm-hmm. uh but again maybe it's because the last thing i watched was andy and the talking hedgehog <laughs> or whatever where the audio was like awful like half right the, time. the the voiceover for andy the talking hedgehog was bad like they didn't even make it sound like he was like in the scene talking where i mean i don't know if jordan downey was actually there like manning the puppet saying the lines on set but it felt like he was actually in there instead of just you know recording adr in a studio um yeah and uh anything in a studio on this (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so so you know i i bet he was doing it live um Mm-hmm. tape like right then and there because otherwise you know this doesn't seem like they'd have money to like go back and do reshoots if like oh this isn't going to work with this line here or whatever you know so you know i i think they were just like hey we got to do it like real time right and it adds to the energy of the film i would say yeah um yeah, yeah. and so if you decide to watch this which i mean it's available on tubi for free so why not I will say that it is, uh, you sort of have to hang in there. Like, all right, the opening is hilarious, of course, and it shows you exactly what you're going to get. But then, yeah. um, basically, until the next kill, you sort of have to hang in there. And it's a little tough with the bad cinematography, um, but you should definitely... Yeah, there's, like, there's like 15 minutes or so after the opener where it's a little bit, I wouldn't call it a slog, uh, you, but you, you feel the time. You feel yeah, the time. yeah. I mean, they're just uh, introducing the characters. Um, right. How dare they try to establish? <laughs> I mean, hey, characters. that's what I think sets this apart from, <laughs> as you said, the other stuff, the Sharknados of the world. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, uh, are you ready to jump into? Yeah, 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 yeah. All yeah, right, yeah, let's, let's, do, let's it. do it. So before we're treated to, you know, a boob completely filling the scene, we get an opening text on screen that says, uh, the year is 1621, the olden days. And then we get another one that says, moments after the first Thanksgiving. And then <laughs> cut to a giant boob filling the entire screen. Um, and it belongs to a pilgrim who is running topless through the woods. 
and she's being pursued by something. They do that that typical or that classic, I would say, sort of monster predator POV where um, it's like, you know, uh, the the color is uh, discolored. It's like a red <laughs> for right, some right. reason. I'm sure that's how turkeys see in real life. Um, yeah, of course. And then uh, she gets uh, knocked down. Then we see her uh, pursuer. It is a turkey, a hilariously looking uh, puppet, basically. And then he says, nice tits, bitch. And then cut to an axe being held off frame. You can only assume that Turkey is holding it somehow. She screams. <laughs> and then we, are, uh, we get the, uh, the opening. And what, what did you think of the, uh, of the theme being played during the opening credits? The Honestly, music? I like it. Like, yeah. uh, it's pretty well done. Uh, the opening credits, like... I don't know if that was like a template or something, but I'm like thinking, all right, so they filmed this like in 2008, 2009. Like they're pretty, you know, reasonably nicely done, like 3D. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, yeah. It reminded me yeah, of like yeah. Spawn. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Remember the opening yeah, of Spawn? Yeah. But yeah, Spawn was a little bit better. Uh, but yeah. uh, so now we are at the. Uh, oh, and also, I do feel like the opening credits was a little long, which movies like yeah. these, including horror films, tend to do so they can pad the running time um and this movie is short it was only like an hour and yep. six minutes right something mm-hmm. like that and so then now we're in present day we're at a college <laughs> they play the atypical like pop rock pop punk like college song in the background and where uh we first meet um johnny must be like a like they must know like the band or something because it was like a you know real song with lyrics mm-hmm. they uh, had a couple of those um throughout the film i would say yeah um and uh we meet uh johnny the atypical jock dude and uh billy the atypical sort of fat party redneck guy um who right. <laughs> at the very beginning he rips off his shirt and he's like thanksgiving break and then the two ladies show up and it's, um, I don't have their names written down, Allie and Kristen. And Allie, of course, is the dumb, uh, promiscuous one. And, like, she lifts up her shirt, too, although she's still wearing a bra, um, whatever. And, um, like, Kristen is kind of supposed to be the more reserved type. She's always calling them, like, right. immature and stuff like that. And uh, then... Um, uh, nerdy guy Derek uh, shows up, and this is uh, this is funny because it just gets really homoerotic for some reason. Um, he's basically Derek is really impressed by Johnny and his uh, football stats, yeah. and uh, Johnny says like, "Do you want to touch my bicep?" <laughs> and he does. Yeah, he like starts flexing like, just, like yeah. Johnny's totally into it. Uh, what, what what a progressive uh, young sure. man on the football team. In 2009, this was really ahead of its time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then they all pile into a Jeep and drive away. Any thoughts on the, uh, I guess, first act opening here? Um, you know, it's it's okay. It's it's. Uh, I would argue maybe the worst part of the movie. Yes. Um, the least interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you're meeting these characters and... They're not particularly great actors, none of them. Uh, no. But, uh, you know, it's okay for setting up who the characters are, and they're all going on a trip together. Right. Uh, during Thanksgiving break, which that's not really a thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, get, you get, like, a couple of days off from school, that's it. I know. It's so funny how excited. It's like, it's basically, you know, you could swap it out for spring break. Um, it's yeah. pretty funny. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, uh, his- we, we, we do have someone in the chat, uh, Historic Nerdy, mentioned that Turkey Erotica is the new, uh, I think he meant genre we all needed. <laughs> 
I have well there's there's some erotic turkey scenes in this indeed oh gosh yeah well i've been a fine connoisseur of the genre for many years um yeah oh, okay. we'll we'll talk later historic nerd uh maybe not but uh Okay, so they all pile into the Jeep, drive away. Then um, we see the let's see, a redneck dude. I forgot. His, his name is something, the Hermit. I can't remember. Um, and he's with his dog that looks like Lassie, who is pretty much named Lassie. And yeah. Lassie wanders off, and he starts um, following her. Now we're back uh, at the Jeep, and uh, Derek says, since it's Thanksgiving, we should all say what we're thankful for. Jody says he's thankful Derek's mom has the juiciest poon in town. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. But like, that's so, that's so. That's the kind of dumb thing that like, exactly. You would expect like some dumb, like college, you know, boys like, yeah, it's, um, say, you know, to like rib each other, you know. Sure. I mean, and that's straight out of all those like, you know, 90s, like American Pie movies, and then that, uh, that one that Ryan Reynolds is from, I can't even remember. But yeah, that's like... Waiting. T- <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that one or the one where he's in college. I can't remember what it is. It's oh, some guys. Wilder. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just, Ian wrote, uh, Historic Nerd wrote the Turkey Erotica podcast. See you there, turkey heads. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Pretty Girl Allie, who of course is dumb, asks what a poon is, and her friend Kristen says calls them all immature um john johnny reminisces about his dad um see i mean and this is i mean you wonder why they do that at the beginning but it's good because it just gives johnny a little bit of depth and backstory which most of these movies don't even you know yeah. try to and it do it's like a small payoff later yes yes they do a good job with setups and payoffs in this uh derek says he's gonna go wild and have sex with someone in the car and then, and then we're treated. <laughs> what, a, what a weird! Can you imagine Steve being on a road trip, mm-hmm. and it's you and it's you two other guys and and just two women, and you just you blurt out, "I'm gonna have sex with someone in this yeah. car," <laughs> and you're dead serious about it. Like, how is that? That, are, that sounds like you might be looking to rape someone in the car. Yeah, know. whether you like it or not, I'm going to have sex with someone in this car. Who is it going to be? woman, I don't care. Yeah. Du, du, du. Whole, it's going to be filled. <laughs> and then we're treated um, to the first John Benet Ramsey joke by Kristen cuz they're they're ragging on Allie for being uh for being easy. Uh slut shaming, I believe they call it nowadays. Yes. And then Kristen goes her legs are harder to shut than the John Benet Ramsey case. And I mean, <laughs> again, since this is my first time watching this, I was like, a John Benet Ramsey joke in, in 2008, 2009? Like, what are they doing here? And uh, then we cut to uh, Lassie. <laughs> it's like, what, like, do you think that's a good joke or like? No. Like, it, I mean, I think they, I, I mean, it's just like one of those. You know, sort of like a full house joke. I mean, it's it's not good. I don't think that's a full house. Well, no, joke. no. I mean, you know, just one of <laughs> those where the, they just wanted to have like a dumb sort of topical analogy, but it's not topical because that case hasn't even been a thing since I don't know the '90s or something. I don't know. I feel like it was always like in the public's like eye. I mean, we both knew exactly what they were talking about. Right. Right. Um, I I thought like. 
even now, like, I'm not sure if it's like a hilarious joke or just a terrible joke, but like, I, it always makes me laugh because the first time when I watched it, like, I that's the last thing I expected. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Number one and number two for it to be a joke. And I uh, and I think that's why this movie works because it really goes. It really gives you some shit that you're not going to expect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's ridiculous. And, and what I really like is that it's such a dumb weird joke mm-hmm. and they're like we're gonna we're gonna drive this into the ground and it gets brought up again and again and i love it and i love it like because like yeah here as a first time viewer yeah i was really confused as to why they're referencing the job at a ramsey case because like you know number one it's it's a, you know a little dated and also kind of eh, kind of sad but you know you can't right, take right. this movie seriously it's like a you know, it's like I guess if dudes were to do a nine eleven joke here in twenty twenty one, sort of kind of on the same level, but uh, but the fact that it pays off, <laughs> pays off later on in the film, like completely turns the joke on its head. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So we cut to a lassie. Uh, she finds like this totem pole thing in the woods and urinates on it, and that causes Turkey to spring to life. And it's funny, the the urine from the dog is obviously someone just pouring, like, you know, a water bottle onto the ground. It's uh, hilariously bad. And it, they didn't even bother to dye it yellow or anything like that. Um, right, right. Cut to uh, inside the house day. Um, the sheriff, who we later find out is Kristen's dad, <laughs> drinks some coffee. He spits it out in disgust. And asks his wife. I asked his wife, he goes, did you shit in this? And she goes, yes, I did. And I want a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like, this is disgusting. What'd you do shit? And she's like, yep. And it's just the most over the top and like, you know, sort of sad thing at the same time that it just is hilarious. It's like, yeah. oh, his, uh, I- what's up? Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, uh, Smoke Monster in the chat said that the turkeys uh, just look like Jim Henson villains. Oh, man, I wouldn't say it's that uh, good. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it's definitely among, you know, in the right direction. Looks like it was something that you would see in the Dark Crystal, I'd say. And um, before I forget, I, I have my own uh, killer puppet movie. It was like the first thing I ever filmed. Uh, Violent Prejudice on YouTube. Uh, it's on my like personal YouTube. If you're really interested, I'll just I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, check it out. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up and put the link uh, in the chat. Oh I'm sure. Hey, that'd be great. I hope it's on there. I meant to. Sh- I I recommend you guys watch it. It's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, it has 64 views, all from me. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Um, so yeah, so we're in the house. Yeah, Sheriff, his, <laughs> I guess he basically just got a divorce there from his wife who's shitting his coffee. Um, and I just, I mean, just imagining um, Derek, uh, what was the director's name again? Um, Derek, not Derek, uh, Jordan Downey know. and this other guy just sitting down and writing this stuff out. Like, I mean, they must have been just cracking up the whole time. Um, but Yeah, they, uh, he said that like the whole like idea for the movie started as a joke. Those yeah. are those are the best kind. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see. She wants a divorce. I found the sheriff's accent really hilarious. Like just bad, you know, southern sort of sheriff. Yeah. Um, and that's when we find out that he's Kristen's dad. 
And while they're on the phone, the uh, Jeep breaks down on the side of the road. So yeah, they, typical. they, yeah, they just a lot, lot of a lot of horror movie tropes in this. Yeah, scene. yeah, they yeah. Play with them really well. Sure. I mean, this is basically like a a naked gun of like a puppet, a killer puppet movie. Oh, like stuff. a creature feature. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, basically, this is a uh, you know. If it's not a turkey, then it's Chucky from Child's Play, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they decide to pop a tent. And, I mean, this is also great because they can save big time on <laughs> location costs and stuff. You know, you just pop a tent yep. in the woods, and there you go. You got your setting. Um, and right, Derek finds a sign on the ground that says it's Crawberg. And then um, Derek fills us in on the, the back storage in a, a back storage. In the back story... Of uh, in a montage of like sort of fun drawings. What did you think of the montage? Um, surprisingly well done. Like they do like a little animated sequence, and mm-hmm. uh, I would assume that this is where like half of that thirty-five dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and the other half maybe to the opening, <laughs> the three the three D credits. Right. I, I kind of wish they would have uh, you know taken some of that money and spent it on some lights. But hey, what what can you do? <laughs> so, but, but it's part of the charm. But you're right. Yes. Uh, yes. There's there's some poorly lit scenes for yeah. sure. So he tells us that the settlement of Crawberg was the site of the most notorious act in pilgrim history. Uh, In the 1500s, this uh, Native American named Feathercloud was uh, dishonored by a pilgrim. And the pilgrim is an ancestor of uh, Billy, the the fat redneck guy. Um, Feathercloud cursed all white men. He, uh, He decreed that a turkey... Um, you know, come up every or be resurrected every hundred years. Yep, every five hundred years to, I guess, wreak his vengeance on all the white men. Of course, uh, no one believes him, and they just uh, laugh at him. And uh, Kristen then Kristen asks Johnny if he wants to stay in her tent with her, and of course he says yes. Um, Now we're back with the uh, redneck guy. He finds Lassie, who is. uh, (laughs) dead of course turkey is yeah. still there uh redneck guy um i actually just call him her- hermit guy shoots yeah. at turkey but he gets away um now we're back with the uh the kids the, the turkey like dodges the bullet yeah yeah well i mean we <laughs> later find out that he's like invincible protected by the spell um and uh so Kristen the turkey the, the, the turkey is protected not the hermit just right like, right uh, right thank you for clarifying that Kristen leaves the group to call her dad again. Uh, Turkey shows up and says he's got... All right, there's a lot of great one-liners in this movie, and I I hope I caught them all. And here is, I would say, the second one after Nice Tits, Bitch. Um, And and, really, part of it, too, is, like, the delivery of the guy. Like, like this movie, like, the Turkey says, like... I I think this movie does, like, edgy humor the right way. Yeah. uh, Where... he says it's the bad guy mm-hmm. make you doing it. You know, it's not presented as, as a cool thing. No. Although like some of the one liners are like pretty fucking hilarious. But. Yeah. He says awful misogynist things and it's hilarious because it is a uh, talking turkey puppet. Right. Um, and, yeah. and he's the bad guy in the movie too right. anyway. So, you right. know, yeah, yeah. that's how you do it. You have the bad guy say the bad things. Yeah. And also I would say it's sort of a montage to Freddy as well, who, I mean, he sounds right. a lot like Freddy Krueger. Um, yeah. 
So uh, let's see. Christian runs back to. Oh yeah, he goes. Oh, wait, wait, you, you, the, yep. the line. Here's the, the line. Yeah, don't worry. He's going to drink her blood like cranberry sauce. So <laughs> this is the the first of many like Thanksgiving dinner puns. Which I mean, that's how I imagined they wrote this thing. They wrote down all the puns and the jokes first, and then they weave uh-huh. the kills around them so he can, can say them that. and have them make sense. So Christian uh, runs back to her friends. She tries to tell them that there really is a turkey on the loose, but no one believes her, not even Derek, which is kind of weird because he was the one who, you know, who told, told the story. story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she gets mad and leaves. Then a rabbit gets thrown on the f- fire, which is pretty random. And Derek says its stomach got gnawed open by a turkey beak. So he does some basic some CSI on roadkill here, basically. Right. Um, Derek goes to bed, and Billy tries to put the moves on Allie, but uh, she is not interested. Um, is there anything else left to unpack in that scene there? No, yeah, I think that's pretty much the whole camping, uh, the whole camping scene. I did think it was funny that when the car broke down, they were like. Um, <laughs> Like, very nonchalant about it. Like, uh, Johnny did not seem to care that his car had broken down. And I guess, like, it overheated or something. And he's just like, because the other friends are like, oh, yeah, we should just camp. You know, we've got beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, that car does need to cool down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like they don't, like, call for a tow truck. They don't whatever. And then the next morning, the car just works. Yeah, yeah, that was that was so convenient I, to the plot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Billy, but like wake- you said, obviously it was it was a way to have them camp. Sure, save money on sets. Sure. Um, so I guess I, f- I forgot to add that so- Billy basically slept under the stars, um, not in a tent, oh, yeah. and he wakes up in the morning to the hermit guy with the shotgun pointed at him, and he says he's there to save them from the turkey. He points out that. Basically, the turk, uh, there's turkey droppings on uh, on Billy's, Billy's uh, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So magically, they the, they fix the jeep or it works or whatever, and then they talk about um, turkey for a bit, and uh, <laughs> then we are treated to the most <laughs> insane scene of the movie. I think I don't know if it gets crazier or at least more transgressive than this. So turkey is walking on the side of the road i guess uh, he you don't really know that he's hitchhiking but i guess he is in his own way a dude pulls up opens the door and says ass gas or grass which i guess is like a road talk for like i'll give you a ride if you either give me weed or give me gas money or you give up some sex. <laughs> so uh, have you never heard that phrase? I, I have. I guess it's been a while. Um, not as much as yeah. you, apparently. Um, but uh, uh, well, Steve, <laughs> uh, you think you think it was easy to travel across the country? I've been away from Florida for, for lo- weeks. I've been away from Florida for a long time. You'll have to cut me some slack. Um, <laughs> so uh, so yes. Yeah, so Turkey, of course, he has no grass or gas. And so he like turns around and basically offers up his ass. And then the dude says, Ooh, that's a tight ass. And then he begins to unzip his fly. But Turkey turns around and has a shotgun out of nowhere. <laughs> and then, all right, sorry. Let's, I mean, let's take a pause there. All right. So that's insane <laughs> to begin <laughs> with. Like, but it goes, it gets, it is a, it is a giant, I mean, shotguns are long to begin with, but it is like a comically long (laughs) shotgun. It's so awesome. It's so Looney Tunes, yet it's happening here in live action. 
And so it goes even further. All right. So the guy says that he has a daughter. You know, please don't kill him. Turkey says, you could call her. And he does. So, and he's on there giving this like sad monologue, like telling his daughter that every, everything's going to be okay. And then uh, Tur- I love you. Tell your mom I yeah. love you. <laughs> then Turkey blows his brains out. Uh, Mid-sentence. Yeah. I was like talking to his daughter it's so like cold-hearted like it's just over the top that it's freaking hilarious it's like i don't know i laugh so hard and then of course he takes the car and it's just like you know it would have been enough for him to just show up and like you know maybe just shoot the guy or just kick him out of the car and take it but no like Jordan Downey wanted us to know that this is one cold son of a bitch turkey <laughs> that he he wanted he wanted his this guy's family to know that he is now dead because of him. Yeah, he wanted his family to hear him getting killed. Now that is a goddamn villain. Like my god. Yeah. Marvel Marvel MCU take some notes. Like <laughs> <laughs> Jim Henson company take some notes. Yeah. Come on. All right. So now uh, it's nighttime. They drop off Allie, and um, Kristen makes the same John Benet Ramsey joke, and everybody laughs again. And this time I laughed because, like, I never thought I'd hear that joke again. <laughs> well, here's um, the thing, Steve. They don't just laugh. Like, they laugh about it for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they drop off, like, where are they right? They make the same joke, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, that was great. You got her so good." And then they laugh some more. Then one of the other ones says, "Yeah, that was great. You got her so good." Like yeah. it goes on for a hilariously long time. Yes, and it was awesome. And so now, yeah. cut to Johnny. He goes to his parents' house, and Johnny has like a a moment with his dad. Tells him he finally made a starting quarterback. And um, and then they well, re- wait a minute. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but just to back up. So th- the whole reason, apparently, why him and his dad, because earlier Johnny mentions that he and his dad haven't been getting along. They're, yeah. And it seems to be that it's because Johnny's not the starter, right? Starting right, quarterback, right. and it, I think he had been injured or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, was was a reason. But anyways, so like he says hi to his dad. His dad's like, you know, gives him the cold shoulder. So he tells his mom, "I'm just gonna lie to him." So he lies to him and tells him that, like, I'm finally the, the starter. Mm-hmm. And how sad is it? His dad suddenly warms up to him. He's like, <laughs> oh, I knew you could do it just like your old man. I, so apparently his dad was the starter at the same college. Right. And in, in a way, I guess it's good that his dad then gets killed. <laughs> because he never found out the truth. <laughs> but, like, but this is the genius of the movie, though, because they, they take you in one direction, like, uh, you know, this sort of somewhat like heartwarming scene with the dad and then uh you know right when they've reconciled in comes the turkey to ruin everything uh and it's just genius and it's freaking hilarious uh so and then and and the turkey like kills them from because they're like sitting on a bench or something uh, and the turkey like basically stabs him, stabbed from the back. Or no, something? yeah, he cuts his head off, and now I. Oh, that's right, that's right. And now I realize this is. It didn't even dawn on me at the time. This is the you know the multi-layered Jordan Downey approach. Like the <laughs> his head basically gets. I think Turkey tosses the head to yeah. Johnny like a football. So yeah, God, and he catches damn, it. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stanley Kubrick wouldn't wouldn't have been done it himself better himself. <laughs> like it's so good. Uh, 
And so, okay, now we are at uh, Allie's house, and she is having fully clothed sex, a doggy style, right. with some Obviously, dude. this girl did not want to uh, well, compete with Wanda Lust. Right. Uh, well, they only had enough money to pay Wanda for her, for her topless scenes. Well, you know, it's funny that you mentioned payment because I was kind of wondering if Wanda Lust got paid or not because I read uh, an interview or an article with these guys about because uh, because they ended up doing a Kickstarter for the sequel mm-hmm. and that Kickstarter raised like a hundred something thousand dollars. Wow! And uh, like a hundred ten thousand something like that. And uh, anyways, they mentioned in the that they didn't pay anybody. Oh uh, wow! This movie. But I don't think Wanda Lust would have just done it. Yeah, why would a free? professional porn star just show up and do it for free? Like, I mean, she must. I mean, have... this was the tail end of her career, though. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, and old. she got and she shows up in the other two films, right? Uh, I know she's in Things Killing Three. I don't know if she's in Things Killing Two. They did pay people with the. Uh, I mean, you can't raise a hundred grand and then be like, "I'm not paying you." <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, so Allie's having fully clothed doggy style sex with some dude, um, and Turkey kills him and basically takes over for for the dude. Uh, she doesn't even notice. <laughs> no, she does. She does notice because she says she says, "Oh, you." She says something like, "You um, you smell funny." You well, all right. I mean, she like notices that? a slight difference, but it doesn't seem to bother her. Uh, well, I mean, have you ever had a turkey penis inside of you? Maybe, no. maybe it's similar. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of plumage going on there. A lot of feather. They, who knows what it's covering up? We don't know the. You know, and this is a supernatural, uh, immortal turkey. Okay. We don't know what has been changed about its penis. We don't know the girth. You're right. I am completely misjudging Allie here and her character motivations. Uh, so. <laughs> So yeah, all right. So Turkey gets in there, and it must be so good that she just lets him finish, and then he delivers another great line in, "You just got stuffed," and then he, uh, <laughs> and then he breaks her neck, which sadly yeah. is a little un- anticlimactic. It's the um, the brain jacked. I'm gonna just break everyone's uh, neck at the end um, style of killing because you yeah. know they didn't want to. I guess you know do anything too big for whatever reason but the fact that he was able to you know i guess all the stuff leading up to it was great though (laughs) yeah oh i I will say uh during while the the guy that's having sex with her Mm -hmm. when he kills him he like slits his neck and like some of his blood falls on her back Mm -hmm. and she goes oh you're done already oh you're so quick (laughs) like like, she thought like he just like you know finished on her back right right uh that's yeah classic stuff family friendly very yeah this is a holiday film yeah with family holiday film absolutely uh so meanwhile the gang arrives at Allie's. um derek they derek tries the john benet ramsey joke after they wait did they find her dead first and then he tries the joke i remember they were all crying for some reason uh. Or, I don't remember. Or maybe they were... I, I, I want to say like he found they found her first. Yeah, yeah. And um, he tries the line, and it doesn't work because <laughs> they're all sad. Right. Um, and, then, um, and then Johnny comes out of the house. He's got a feather and a wrapper of an extra small gravy-flavored condom, which is just <laughs> freaking hilarious. It's so stupid. I know. It's so dumb. It's genius. Um, 
then they all decide to go to do research at Chris. That that was such a bizarre uh, scene. The way they were like, "All right, how are we going to beat this guy?" Well, we don't know. We need to do more research. Let's go to the library, idiot! It's too late. All the libraries are closed. Let's just go to Kristen, Christians or Kristen's, whatever her name is. Yeah, Kristen. Yeah, because her dad has a lot of books. Right. She was like, "Oh, he might have something." No one else had books in their small town. It was only uh, yeah. only Christian's dad. Um, so, interior. Yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, like they should have. They could have said something like, "Oh, my dad has a lot of books about the occult." Right. Or yeah. Like yeah. That. Subtle, but I mean, I don't know the fact. But whatever. The I fact really... that they didn't put thought into it is hilarious in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, so. Interior, Kristen's house. Um, her dad, the sheriff, looks at a flyer on the fridge. That and the flyer is basically like a, uh, I guess, a costume contest, dressed like a turkey. Um, so he says he has to get ready. The doorbell rings. <laughs> this is another genius scene. And the yeah. sheriff is now in a full turkey suit, and he answers the door. And the turkey is wearing Groucho Marx glasses disguised as a human. So neither of them <laughs> knows that the other one is... Uh, I mean, did, do you think turkey was... Do you think No, the, no was, turkey knows. Turkey mm-hmm. knows that he's like a human. Okay, because, so... Uh, talk about how he's Kristen's dad. Mm-hmm. So, all right. The, the dad is stupid then for not knowing that turkey right. was... Just, okay. So they I both. Mean, he, was, he was drinking shit coffee. I mean, I'm sure it sm- I'm sure it didn't smell good either. You know what he drank. Right. Coffee. True. True that. Uh, so um, they talk. For some reason, the sheriff thinks Turkey is a little person. Um, right. And then they're having a conversation, and for some reason, I guess uh, the Turkey was going to let him live until yeah, this is probably i'm sorry to interrupt you but this is probably to me like the funniest scene it really is in the whole movie like it's so awkward mm-hmm. uh, on purpose you know they're like on opposite ends of the table and they're just like having a normal conversation <laughs> and like at some point the turkey says something he says fucking uh like you know oh this fucking thing i can't remember like the context but then the dad is like the sheriff is like wait fucking uh how old are you you know like because he's supposed to be like because he had established that he was one of Kristen's friends. Right, and that's how right, the turkey right. let him in. And the other dad let him in. And uh, he says, like, the turkey then replies, like, very, like, matter-of-factly, I'm 500 years old. Yeah. And then the dad all just kind of thinks it over and says, well, shit, I guess you can say fuck then. I guess yeah. you're old to say fuck then. Just, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I'm not doing it justice. Like, it, it's really the delivery of, yeah. you know, both, like, mm-hmm. the turkey voiceover and the actor playing the sheriff. Like, mm-hmm. It's just so good. It's so good. Yeah, this is, um, it's weird because I feel like we've sort of had a string of episodes that all sort of tie in together. Like, this is very Garth Marenghi's Dark Place uh, in a way because yeah. it's all about the delivery yeah. and just the over the top nature of the material. Yeah. Only this one isn't like throwback the way uh, Dark yeah. Place is. And, um, and then they like, and then they're like, the dad just keeps saying like kind of things about little people mm-hmm. and uh he's like oh i don't i think you guys have you know had it uh you know really rough and blah he just says all this weird stuff that's mm-hmm. and and then the turkey at one point is like yeah this is really awkward uh <laughs> so i'm just gonna get out of here right uh and then uh, the dad says something else and then the turkey's like i swear if you if he says one more fucking thing right. <laughs> right so the turkey starts like leaving like okay i'm not gonna kill him and then the dad says something i don't even know what what I, it is i got it right here sheriff oh, says the turkey is an odd little duck and the fact that he was called oh, a duck was what set him off it. 
and uh so the turkey kills him i mean we don't see it it's uh, uh you know they sort of uh, cut away the gang knocks on the door of the sheriff's house slash Kristen's, which is weird why wouldn't Kristen just walk into her own dad's house or her house um but then you don't get this hilarious scene where they answer and turkey is wearing the sheriff's face a la leather face as a mask <laughs> Uh, and of course, not wearing any clothes, mind you. So it's still all turkey from the neck down, <laughs> and the face is just like kind of hanging off. Yeah. His beak. And of course, they if they fall for it, basically, and um, and then they go to the garage um, to check out the books, basically. And uh, and this was again another really uh, bizarre uh, sort of scene here the montage of them reading uh various books um and uh so the they find out that the turkey can be killed if he's removed from his magical talisman but uh there's also a math equation or something like so, uh yeah, it, it was like yeah they have to like remove the talisman mm -hmm. from which they're like <laughs> just kind of funny they're like where would he even we didn't see anything on him where would he even have that right. which is kind of funny because he always has like all this shit, like the gun, the condom, like, mm -hmm. you know, the Groucho Martin. Like, he's always have, hiding the stuff somewhere. Sure, sure. And uh, and I think, like, at one point, somebody even... So they point that out, which is kind of funny. Like, you know, I was saying earlier, the movie's, like, very, like, self... Um, uh, deprecating. Deprecating yeah. in that way. But uh, one of them, I think Billy says... Oh, no, no, Derek says, well, he's got a lot of plumage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah, it's just like an odd like word choice that totally works. Um, and then Billy, and then Billy has like a reaction to the word plumage. She like mouths plumage. Yeah, it is. It's a funny word. Um, yeah, yeah. But just li just little touches like that are what make this film work. Um, yeah. And it's funny that also the book that they're you know getting all this info from, which I'm surprised they didn't do like an Evil Dead reference and call it like the Turkey Nomicon or something like that. But I don't know. It's probably better that they didn't. Yeah, I think it's better they didn't. Um, they cut to the book, and it's obviously made out of cardboard. It's like the worst uh, looking prop that they like threw together. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, so Billy then uh, goes inside the house and he walks in on the turkey hiding the sheriff's body. Uh, Billy puts the turkey in a headlock and then they just get the talisman from him. Uh, and then magically, uh, Derek cracks the code. Um, it says they need to burn him at the stake and say a demonic prayer. But like, yeah, he, uh, he escapes from that headlock and just sort of runs away, right? Like... Yeah, then they crack the but, code. But then, but then he kills Billy. Right, yeah, well, we're getting there. Um, Billy oh, okay. wanders around outside. That's what it was. <laughs> he yeah. sees a cartoon turkey and tries to eat it. Then turkey punches his way out of his stomach, uh, which is, I just love the creativity they put into these kills. It just really yeah. makes the movie. And then turkey delivers another awesome line in uh, Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. And that, now that's what I call foul play. <laughs> I forgot. I forget about the turkey laugh. It's always ha <laughs> like it's, it's so good. Um, I, I mean, just the puns. Like the puns alone are worth watching this on Tubi. Um, anything to add about that scene, you hell? Uh, no, no. I, I do think it's funny that you know again like so they had Billy throughout the movie several times talk about how he's like hungry mm -hmm. or whatever because he's fat. Uh, Right. 
And uh, how appropriate then that, you know, the kill comes through his stomach. Like, you know, it's like stuff like that's like simple, but, you know, it, it's just like little things like that just make it more rewarding to watch. It's all about the characterization, brah. All about the characterization. Yeah. So Johnny and the gang find Billy cut open on the side of the road. And then it gets really, really weird and hilarious here again because Derek is so broken up. He says that Billy like was his best friend, which they never acted like they were friends at all in the entire film. And they have this ridiculous montage of them like skipping together, eating Drinking ice cream, I, uh, eating ice cream yeah. together. Derek tucking Billy into bed. Like, <laughs> I mean, just hilarious, hilarious all around. But, but like they and then the song that they have playing it's mm -hmm. like i bet the director or one of the writers like is like him singing it it's like just like oh billy you were my best right friend. it's very south park <laughs> yeah very uh yeah. yeah so um interior turkey makes a salad and his teepee <laughs> uh the gang arrives uh they go oh, and but while, while the turkey's making the salad he's like murmuring to himself about like the health benefits of a salad <laughs> Yeah. Like, did you catch that? <laughs> he's, he's like talking about like the, uh, you know, how it's like low calorie. And uh, I can't like he uses like some, I, I should have written it down, but he's talking about like, oh yeah, sat salads uh, help with a lot of antioxidants in here. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. <laughs> and he does it for a long time, like maybe like 30 seconds, like ah, just good stuff. Right, right, right. So the gang arrives and it's like the the teepee that you see on the exterior shot is so small, but when they go inside of it, of course it's like mat huge. They can all fit inside, no problem. Right. Uh, they start chanting their prayer. Turkey loses his invincibility. He runs out of the teepee, uh, and yeah, this this all happened pretty quick, and I was surprised. But luckily, there's still more to come. He runs out of the teepee, and there's the the hermit dude. He shoots him with his shotgun, and then he lands in a dumpster of toxic waste. But the important thing here is that, you know, there's in order to actually kill the turkey, they need to um, basically like burn him at the stake, uh, like you know, a la Salem witch trial. But uh, you know, dude shows up and shoots him, and I guess they just decide that it's good enough. Um, did they ever explain? Like, they're just like, oh, he got shot, and he's well in there. He must be dead. Well, they get to him, and uh, yeah, because at first they're like mad at the hermit for shooting him, right? Because they're like, oh, they even say he has to be killed a specific way. But when they get to him, they go, oh, oh yeah, he's he's like dead, dead. Mm -hmm. So they they like were uh, satisfied, right? And I think that right. there's a there's a line. Um, uh, by the way, guys, I am putting uh for you guys to watch later to get a feel for the movie. I found a uh, YouTube video that's just like uh, some of the turkey's best lines oh, from nice. the movie. So that way you can get an idea of what he sounds like in the delivery. And from there, you can kind of, I guess, make up your mind about the movie. But don't they say something like, Johnny says something like he's dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, no, it might be a little later. Because later he says, like, he's dead unless he fell in, like, radioactive waste. And uh, uh, mm -hmm. then Kristen says, don't be silly. That only happens in movies. And that's, oh, like, exactly yeah. All right. I'm, that's why I'm glad you're here. I, yeah, I completely forgot about that. Um, so the gang goes back to Crystal's and watches a movie, Night of the Living Dead, a great public domain choice that they didn't have to pay for to show. Uh, yeah. Johnny asked Kristen to be his uh, girlfriend. Again, this is, uh, well, I'll just read through it first. Uh, they start making out. Derek says he has to go pee. 
Uh, it's funny because first when they start making out, Derek just sort of watches them for a little bit, which is kind of funny and creepy. He says, yeah, they, so they like start making out and they like fall down on the floor off mm-hmm. camera and all you hear are like suckling noises. Right. And, <laughs> suckling. And like smacking noises mm-hmm. and, and then mm-hmm. uh, an unzipping. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Derek That's says... That's when Derek is like, uh, I'm going to go pee. But, yeah. uh, it, sorry, to, I keep cutting you off, Steve, but I did want to mention like that scene when they're on the couch watching Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. They're all three like very close together mm-hmm. and uh, like Kristen and Johnny start talking to each other and Johnny says... <laughs> says to her now i want you to keep in mind they've seen two of their best friends murdered mm-hmm. um <laughs> they themselves have almost been murdered mm-hmm. they have uh johnny's parents are dead mm-hmm. kristen's father is dead and then johnny tells her you know in a way i'm glad this happened oh I yeah have, yeah oh how could i I'm, forget that yeah oh I'm, my god <laughs> Which is fucking like he says, I may have lost my parents, but I gained a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then she's like, do you mean? And then he's like, will, yes. Will you go out with me? Like, and then they start making out. And it's just so like, and the the actors like played it so over Mm -hmm. the top, especially the Johnny guy. Like, honestly, I just wish uh, our friend Mike Labosco would have been in this role. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would have been good in that. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been awesome for us. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to point that out because I had that line in my notes. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm glad that you did because that was a classic. Um, so, let's see. So, um, Derek is washing his hands after urinating. He walks out of the bathroom, opens the fridge to get a snack. He gets, and then he gets stabbed with a meat thermometer in the butt. And the turkey says, you're done, bitch. And now he's glowing radioactive green, um, which is, just looks awesome. Like, they really they really should have merchandised this film. Um, but anyway, uh, he pecks out Derek's heart. Uh, like, he just completely ravages Derek, which is uh, right. pr- pretty awesome. Pretty de- he, he, like, bites his tongue mm-hmm. uh, and, like, pulls it out of his mouth, basically. Yeah, Derek gets it the worst out of everyone, I'd say. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah. at least he didn't get anally raped. <laughs> I mean, there's that. Uh, yeah. But, okay, so Derek sees Billy in the afterlife. Oh, Derek sees Billy in the afterlife. Then uh, we got a close-up on Johnny at, uh, at the end. Oh, wait, that's a different note. Um, yeah, so basically Derek dies. And then um, Johnny goes to check on Derek. He finds his dead body. Turkey carves him up with an electric carver. Kristen runs up and asks, how are you still alive? And Turkey replies, I always come back for seconds. <laughs> like, <laughs> just so brilliant. So brilliant. Yeah. So uh, and then Kristen and Johnny run to a work shack. Kristen then burns the turkey with a can of WD-40. Johnny dies. Then Kristen, uh, of course, turkey's still alive. Do, do, do you remember, like, what Johnny says when he's, like, dying? Oh, do tell. He says, again, he's a football player. He says, I wish I could call a timeout. Oh, 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 that's so good. Oh, my God. Um, And so, yeah, Turkey shows back up. Um, He's on fire now. And then um, Kristen takes bat uh, and hits him. And it sends him flying over to the, um, 
what do you call that? Like the, the I guess the stake that they originally built in the first place mm-hmm. where they wanted to burn him. They send him there and then he burns there, uh, I guess, to death. But then we've got a one final stinger scene. This, uh, Doesn't the uh, hermit come in at the end too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, and they just sort of have a chat, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't think um, I, was anything important. I, don't, I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> no, it's, it's all right. I should have wrote it down, I guess. Um, family. All right. So we have this random family sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner. And then like it's like sort of a typical. About the kid where there's a kid wearing like a turkey hat. Yeah, of course. <laughs> he's, a, he's not a kid. He's like a like maybe like a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And like the presumably his little sister asked him, oh, you know, Tim, why are you wearing that hat? He just smiles and goes, I just love Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's uh, just to drive home, drive it home even further. And uh, then so uh, I, just, I just needed to point that out. Right. And then out of nowhere, their turkey starts moving. He says something about a sequel. Do you know what, what he says? Did you write it down? He says something like, uh, do, do you smell sequel or yeah something okay like something yeah so yeah basically their turkey somehow ended up on their the the turkey ended up on their table yeah he says something on a sequel and then bam cut to credits yeah. and uh and uh that's that um here let's uh run the bumper and then we'll render our verdict uh, oh if, did you have something else you wanted uh, to please please go yeah, ahead yeah 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 i i have a few uh other quotes from the film that i just wanted to uh, oh sure absolutely like, just bring up because they were funny they're not really turkey quotes but mm-hmm. um let me see here uh at one point uh one of the girls is talking to darren and uh or derek whatever his name is and they say like come on i mean it's totally impossible for a turkey to kill a human right and he goes <laughs> oh there are ways <laughs> <laughs> i remember that yeah yeah um there was uh da, 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 hold on there was another one about uh i guess i didn't write it uh oh th- th- at one point like um they uh when they're reading the books mm-hmm. billy says uh you know like and they find like the, the book like uh first half of the instructions are in english the second half is in code mm-hmm. and then billy says i hate books i just wish they would tell you what to do <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good yeah that one slipped by me literally what books do you know right so, right right uh, anyways that's that, that that's that's the other ones i i had oh those are great okay oh what? wait wait i'm sorry there's one more okay uh when derek or darren uh shows up uh to face off with the killer turkey he says looks like i got something you don't and the turkey said what's that darren a vagina oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know i mean the turkey could really they need like to have like a talking turkey like plush you know where you pull the string and he just says oh my god that'd be amazing i know yeah well jordan downing needs to get on it all right let's render the verdict of this puppy question so, yeah, hell. Do you think the movie Thanks Killing should be thrown into the pit of obscurity, never to be heard from again, or to be remembered for all of time? Well, I think uh, by the way you heard me talk about it, you know my answer. Uh, I think this is a f- really fun movie. Uh, you know, I guess don't watch it if you're easily offended, but I mm-hmm. think even if you're easily offended, You'll end up enjoying it uh, just because it's so over the top. It's so ridiculous. I think it's great. 
I agree pretty much with everything you just said there. I mean, obviously, it has, uh, as far as its technical abilities, it falls a bit short. But, I mean, it's so hard to find a movie that's, like, quotable these days. And this one is it. And, uh, I mean, they really, like, where they lack in technical precision, they make up for in like a really fun, hilarious, over-the-top script. And I mean, you don't even right. see movies like this anymore because, you know, everyone's so obviously offended and whatnot. So, so yeah, Thanks Killing should not only uh, remain in the, uh, the public zeitgeist, but should probably be enjoyed every time Thanksgiving comes around with you <laughs> and your family. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> let me run the bumper and we'll close out. In accordance to Obscure to Now, the most important streaming YouTube podcast in all of the internet, you shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. Whew. Oh, what a ride. Uh... But uh, speaking of rides, that's an odd transition that doesn't really work. Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you uh, released a new video. How's it going? Yes. Um, it's doing okay. It's uh, It was performing kind of not so great. Um, but uh, it got a decent little bump today. Uh, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, you know, a lot of times with YouTube these days, I find like you put out a video and it doesn't immediately uh start to uh skyrocket right away and then like a week or so later suddenly youtube's algorithm is like okay i'm ready to uh promote you but uh some like pretty big uh some people with some pretty big followings retweeted it earlier today and that's kind of it's helped uh quite a bit yeah dude like at one point when i looked i picked up like 100 subscribers in like 30 minutes Wow. Wow. I would, I would kill for those numbers for this uh, YouTube I, channel. Maybe I, maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> Cash grass or YouTube yeah. subscribers. But, but, dude, I ended up staying up. I don't know if I told you. I stayed mm-hmm. up till after we did our show last week. Mm-hmm. I stayed up till 8 in the morning finishing the video. Oh, wow. It's uh, dedication. Well, I had to get it out. I mean, it was already mm-hmm. kind of like two days late for that. I didn't want the oh. magic spoon people to break my legs. <laughs> uh, just, that's what they would. They're wonderful. <laughs> I just picture them like beating you with a giant spoon. It's like, no, no, where's the video, you hell? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, they were actually really cool about it. So um, about it being like a, a little late. But um, yeah, um, stayed up till eight in the morning, slept for two hours and then logged into work. Uh, <laughs> It was a real fun Monday for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then you got to watch Thanks Killing later on. So uh, good. That's all. I mean, I'm interested to see. I'm sure something about that's rare related because everyone loves rare. I bet it's probably gonna do better than your your last video, which I love that one, by the way. Um, so no, thanks, man. Learning yeah, about. I, I really like the winners don't use drug video. Like that video was like real quick to write. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, relatively quick to write, just because it was like I don't know, such like a weird little like topic that like no one's ever like really. Yeah, covered. that's why it's something very obscure. Would you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Bitch. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate. It. No, I'm sure it'll do fine. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of people have requested it before, and especially after I did the Golden Eye video, and right. Perfect Dark is the follow up to Golden Eye. Sure. I guess that you mentioned it. it's a video about Perfect Dark yeah. on the Nintendo 64. <laughs> there you go. So it'll do fine. Sure. 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 
Um, yeah, other than that, uh, before we started recording here, I was on the Marvel D&T Evolution podcast. They were very nice to let me talk about uh, Escape to Earth, uh, my upcoming comic book. Oh, and I also actually finished the script for the full issue and already sent it out to uh, to my artist. So he's uh, gotten started. So that crowdfunder nice. is going to be coming sooner than later uh, because, I mean, I would rather not pay for everything up front, but it's going to come out one way or another. And of course, we talked about Obscurity Now and a lot of Marvel stuff because that is the title of their podcast. And once it's available, we'll uh, put a link uh, in the uh in the show notes uh other than that uh i think that's about everything are you excited for next week's show i am about the uh chainsaw reindeer yes yeah we've got uh much like we did well with halloween and sort of like we did with thanksgiving december will all be christmas related uh media Except for the final episode. Um, well, I'll tell you about that in a second. First, we're talking about a really obscure comic called Chainsaw Reindeer. Uh, second, we'll be talking about the uh, Will Ventoon's Claymation Christmas special. Uh, and third will be Santa with Muscles, starring... Mm. Is it starring Hulk Hogan or is it starring Terry Bollea? You tell me. I think... I want to say it was billed as Terry... Hulk Hogan Bolea. Oh, well, both of the guys. Wow, this is going to yeah, be awesome. Yeah, yeah, a lot of man meat. <laughs> and there will be man meat. There will be rounding up the month slash year with a uh, just a, a wrap up of 2021 because it was such an awesome year. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great to talk about. But uh, yeah, so I think that's everything. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, please tell your friends so we can get. 200 subscribers in 20 minutes or whatever it was that you got <laughs> um and uh we'll see you uh, next week on obscurity now you've been enjoying obscurity now a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to twitch and youtube subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts and take notice of our various social media links if that's what you're into i'm not here to judge and make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on obscure 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 now. now